Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. New Zealand are the champions, the Black Ferns, the final of the Rugby World Cup last night at Eden Park, a sellout crowd, and uh, what an occasion. Uh, Steve Devine is with us. Mate, that was... Uh, was fearless rugby, wasn't it, from the Black Ferns? Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know if you heard before about Andy Thompson talking about 2011 final. He was there for the All Blacks game, and he said there was it was a quiet crowd, and he, he put that down to nerves. The Black Ferns, that just felt like a celebration. Yeah, uh, I think possibly with the crowd, um, you know, we were expected to win the men's final in 2011, which made everyone nervous. This, this game, I don't think we were expected to win it. You know, the English were massive favourites, and had done what they'd done all tournament and um so yeah just just amazing atmosphere it was a, it was a party atmosphere to you know to to celebrate and um just so so wrapped for the girls and uh, all involved to, to to get home with a win just amazing yeah fantastic win for them and you know particularly given that they were 14 nil down after 13 minutes you're like this could go sideways yeah listen the, the, the you know the the English team are very good at what they do which and you know I I, I despise watching it because it was just so boring and you know but they didn't have a plan B they 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 all tournament even against teams they should have put 100 points on you know they did their rolling more and they did their lineouts and scrum penalties you know it was just they never practiced anything other than what they were good at and then you come to a team that's, you know, prepared not to give them what they want and, and throw it around and make them run. And all of a sudden, the, the big girls up front and the big girls out in the back line um, started to struggle a little bit. So, you know, good on Wayne Smith. He came up with a game plan, you know, a game plan that could beat England because it was always going to be, um, we're going to, you know, a team's going to play England in the final. And, and you know, they did it. I, 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 you know, the best thing about it is it was good versus evil. It was, <laughs> it was good rugby. It was good rugby, uh, a team willing to throw it around and entertain versus uh, the bad, which is rolling wars and scrum penalties. And, um, yep, so I say take it on the chin, England. Pack your bags and go home because um, go back up the Northern Hemisphere and play that crap because uh, that's not what we lo- that's not what we do down here. No, it's not what we do down here. And, uh, yeah, you're right. It was an antithesis, wasn't it? It was a completely diff- uh, two different styles of rugby going at it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it was, um, you know... Yeah, it's just such a pity for the for the game. You know, one team so prepared to throw it around and entertain, and one one team so prepared not to entertain. And um, yeah, I'm just so glad that um, the good one, yeah, good triumphed over evil. <laughs> well, and I guess now from here we have to figure out what do we do from here. Uh, I mean, celebrate and things, but from the uh, point of view of catching England, so that we're there on a regular basis. Uh, what what more do you think New Zealand rugby needs to do, or the the program needs to do, so that we've got the ferns playing more regularly, like the Poms are? Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, playing playing in that competition. Obviously, um, you know, the South Africans are, are, in the women's game are not much chop, and and the Aussies go pretty good, but have been a little bit hindered by the women's rugby league. Um, a lot of the girls sign up to play that professionally, so. Yeah, I think I think we need to, you know, get a, a core a core group of them, get them professional, and and get them playing rugby more often. Is it would be the key going forward. You know, it, it is a little bit embarrassing for the English team that you know they are a professional women's team. They've you know getting paid to do what they do, and all they can do is uh, rolling moors and scrums. Um, you know, that that's embarrassing to me. I I, I just 
I find it hard work that these girls, that's all they do is, is rolling balls and scrums. You know, they clearly didn't practice throwing the ball around and trying to score tries in the back line because no. they all, didn't do it at all, all tournament, not even against, you know, m- massively mis- mismatched teams. They still didn't throw the ball around. And what about defensively? I mean, you know, I mean, we sh- we, you've got to give praise to the Black Ferns, the way they played, the way they attacked, the things they did with the ball. Stacey Flula, for me, was probably close to player of the match, what she did. Um, she was absolutely fantastic. But did, did England do enough, do you think? Or were they prepared enough to defend that? Yeah, I think the one person down hurt. Mm. But it didn't... Like, England, they could have played with two down out the back because they play 13-man rugby, right? Yeah. The, you know, the, the 12 and 13 are so massively strong and they just carry, like, loose forwards. So it was basically a team against of loose forwards with a quick couple of wingers, basically, it was the English team. So um, oh, I just, you know, the girls defended well. They had to. They, they, they really struggled with the rolling more. Um, and, you know, our, I think our game at this level shouldn't come down to a rolling more. I just think it should be um, throwing the ball around and, and entertaining. And, you know, what, what the girls brought, they, they deed up hard. They did the best they can. They, you know, it wasn't their perfect game. There was a few mistakes. They, they kicked it away a couple of times um, when they shouldn't have. But, um, you know, they, they backed themselves. We're going to run it. We're going to run around you. And, and they did it really well. Um, there was space every single time. There was space. And mm. uh, when they moved it, um, those out-the-back door plays, they, they found space all the time. And, you know, credit to them that this is the game that's going to beat England because they're big and they're slow and, and they threw it around and ran them off their feet. And it's what exactly what they did. That was that was that was always the game plan um, from Wayne Smith. They did it really well, and we have a world champion Black Ferns again. You know, it's the fourth time the Black Ferns have beaten England in a World Cup final. Yeah, it's pretty glorious, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty. It's pretty glorious. And uh, may I just again, I like take the rubbish rugby, and if if that's what our game has come to, even in the men's, if it's come to a rolling mall, and that's the only way people can score tries, it can't be. It's not a competition anymore. You throw the ball five minutes out, you're gonna you're gonna score. You know, yeah. It's not even a competition. Um, I just, oh, oh, I'm sure there's people out there that enjoy it, love the rolling mall, but I don't think the majority of people do. Well, the thing that I remember is that when the rolling mall first came along, it wasn't something that you did every line out. Yeah. It was something you did as a tactic, but it wasn't the tactic. Yeah, well, and the rest of the tactic is we won't play any rugby. We'll play for penalties so we can get a penalty and kick it down there and have a rolling ball. Yeah. You know, the whole game, you know, if you can't defend it, then it, you know, it's, it's not a contest anymore and let's get rid of it. Make it easy for the team to... The cynic in me says that world rugby will not change anything around oh. the rolling ball while England are good at it and, no. it, and it works for them. No. Um, but... If you were going to make a change to that rule or that law, because rolling ball should, you know, it can still be a tactic, but how would you change it to make it fairer? Um, how would I change it? Uh, having not been in too many rolling malls in my time, how would I change it? Um, there's got to be, there's got to be, a, a, you know, a way of bringing it down initially, like a like a sack we used to call it, where the jumper comes down, grabs the player, and and, and puts them on the deck straight away, like a tackle. Mm. Um. Yeah, I mean, are you going to have to speak to someone that knows a little bit more about that stuff up front than I do? Because well, the, the thing that frustrates me is the you've if a rolling ball stops once, they give you the one, yeah. and then you're going again, and then if it stops again, you've got to use the ball. But for me, yesterday the Scottish referee, I thought she did a reasonably good job, but there were times when that ball looked like it stopped and she didn't give the warning. I'd like to see once it stopped, it's you got to use it. it. Yep. You got to use it. Yeah, but there you go. You don't get it in a second bite. Yep. You know. Yeah, and that's fair.
And I think that I think that would certainly speed the game up because I mean it sucks a lot of players oh. in, right? So there's got to be space. Yeah. So it makes and, perfect sense. And, and then before the rolling more, they put a prop down and everyone has a rest. The forwards get a good rest, so they're nice and ready to go into. The, yeah, I, I I agree. I just um, yeah, if it stops once, use it or lose it. Um, yeah, let's let's you know get some ball movement in the game of rugby. Um, yeah, but let's not go too deep into you know what was an amazing, amazing performance by by the Black Ferns. It was just so incredible. I was uh, I couldn't sleep last night. I was just so pumped from it. I'm so so happy. And uh, my old mate Graham Henry was yep. uh, involved in the coaching team, and um, you know he's retired. Um, Smithy will probably retire as well. And you know just two amazing um, guys of New Zealand rugby. You've been around forever, and they've just achieved so much. And to take that team from where they were last year to where they are right now as world champions are phenomenal effort by everyone involved. Yeah, phenomenal is the right word. It is 13 past eight here. This is Bleeding Black, Ricardo Ball. Steve Devine with you, uh, getting a shout-out from Brett on the text machine, double eight double three. Steve Devine out here spitting absolute facts, and I'm here for it. Honestly, are there young girls in England dreaming of growing up doing a line-out drive? Yeah. Well separate. Absolutely. I mean it's it's embarrassing that that's a professional team and that and that's all they got. Like that that is, you know, are they trying to grow the sport or are they trying to I don't know, I just don't get it. And I don't understand that world rugby allows it to continue, you know. It's it's entertainment versus rubbish and rubbish almost one which is, you know, which is not good. No, it's not what you want. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.